Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever met my friends, my mom, friend Kyle's mom? She's the biggest bench in the whole wild world. She's a stupid <laughs> bench if there ever was a bitch. I, I just want to shout out to the person who synced up Erica Girardi's monologue about the burglary at the Pasadena house up to Eric Cartman confronting kyle that's incredible i have yet to watch it but i'm very excited i feel very validated that other people felt i, I got a lot of messages yesterday from people being like i feel this so deeply it was a revelation it felt good and it was a moment mm -hmm. the quarter shortage rages rages on you have been on this the coin shortage was that we thought that it had been resolved it actually hadn't it still goes and this is an amber alert for the fact that Bank of America will only release ten dollars of quarters at a time. And why do you need that many quarters? I need to do laundry. Oh right. Yeah. Some of us have to pay to do laundry around these parts. Nothing is free, Carrie. And I that's just and they raise the prices of the laundry machines all the time in this building. So now, in this bitch, <laughs> to, yeah, in this bitch, inflation is real, <laughs> and now it, it's like ten dollars doesn't even cover like a week's worth. No, I'm like, am I supposed to go to a laundromat? Like, I didn't sign up for that. Well, they do. I mean, we have wash. No shade to a laundromat, but like, I'm not a, into. I don't like to like tote bags of laundry. Yeah, to and fro. <laughs> That's just like not my that's like not my deal that I decided when no. I moved into a building with laundry machines. No, no, you should nor should you have to. I think has the coin shortage only really started during COVID? Yeah, but I really I don't believe I don't believe in it. Like I think that it's something really sinister. Like a how's it taken two years to and they still haven't figured this out? Well, I mean I notice that every time I go to the pharmacy at CVS, they say like like most places we are experiencing a coin shortage or like all over the country. And I'm like, 
But why? Why? Make more. Is it? It might be because either people are calling out sick at like the coin factory or they're just like at the mints. Or they're just like, there's union stuff. The mints stuff. are just factories. You like push a button and things yeah. are minted. I don't know. Maybe they've like, I don't think it's a union their... issue. I think that like people started paying cashless more. Yeah, that's true. And then just the Stops. amount of coins circulating stopped. But I'm like, okay, well then what is the fucking other option? Just abolish coins. But then you're going to have to like get new machines well something's gotta give but then someone did tell me today that the machines actually will you can pay for them on an app but i've tried that shit and it did not work on my phone (laughs) i know the apps are i had that in my old building it's harrowing they are really harrowing it's dehumanizing i feel dehumanized and i'm on like a more even privileged end of the spectrum of like washing clothes than most people but like also i guess not because i don't think I don't know. I just it the whole thing is awful. I I enter the Spanish Inquisition mode when it comes to the coin shortage and I ask the bank tellers 20 questions about it. I have to also confirm that I mean at least the target I went to yesterday was out of toilet paper. And then I'm I went literally to CVS. out of toilet paper right now. Was CVS out? Uh no. CVS has toilet paper, but it was like kind of it was like the shitty kind. Single stock or like shitty brand. Wait, what the fuck? It's happening again. Twin Peaks, it's happening again. It is happening again. Okay, well, (laughs) since we're talking about things happening again, I'm going to just share some info that almost sent me into a full-blown panic attack last night. A friend of mine who is in touch with a a very uh, renowned numerologist said that her numerologist said that COVID was just like a starter pandemic and the real pandemic hasn't even begun. Well, when's that supposed to start? I don't know. She said, he just said, like, the the next one's going to be even worse. The next one's going to be like... It's coming and it's going to be even worse. The next one will be like Station Eleven. Yeah, and that, I was like... Great. uh, Okay. All right. I I told myself I will never tell you this information because it's like could be devastating the effects could be devastating for me, me. Right now? yeah but i don't trust it well i'm i have i'm focusing on other things right now no i'm focusing on so many other things and i I've all i have journaled about it and i said i refuse to believe this but it still is like haunting me i always trust your sources but i also distrust numerologists have you ever even interfaced with one no exactly but I'm like, I can't believe, I I choose not to believe this. You're just saying that from a place of like not liking math and numbers. And I know that that's what it stems from. And I respect that that's your journey. You know what? I, I have, I've entertained the idea of like, well, what else is fucking down the pipeline? Ooh, a lot. But I'm also like, at this point, I'm going in full throttle. Just like, I have things to do before it happens. So I'm like, truly taking meetings and <laughs> trying my best to survive in this economy until the end mm-hmm. and that's all i can do and i i trust your numerologist but i'm also like i can't i just have to keep going no yeah i mean i'm not stopping anything i'm just saying we were talking about horrible things so i just thought i'd bring another horrible thing to the table how well does this person know this very well she was a numerologist for a while and like like would get her like she liaised with him i've known about this numerologist for years and he said all sorts of stuff i mean he said that the he predicted that within 10 years of 2018 40 percent of the world's population would be gone so by 2028 so just do with that info what you will and then now he's feeling a pandemic no he said that's all part of it so well, i mean buckle up buckle up baby yeah he well, said that like earthquakes and natural disasters will like happen in places where there have not been any natural disasters before well, i believe that yeah and he also said that mount shasta will be underwater where's mount shasta it's in northern california it's like a mountain it is like that's up like by where my boarding school was i mean i i take all of this with a grain of salt 
I mean, I change my day to day, but I'm also ever since I was relayed this info, which was almost like seven. No, it was like almost 10 years ago at this point. I no, was it? Wait, 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 wait. No. Yeah. This person, you were told this information recently. They followed up saying COVID is the the precursor. Yesterday I got the I was you got intel yesterday. I was told the ultimate intel of a 40 percent an elimination of 40% of the world's population like years and years ago and the Mount Shasta thing and the natural disasters thing. And he said that Florida was going to be completely underwater. Oh yeah. So I've been just sitting on that. I've been letting that marinate and just like knowing that and living with that. But then yesterday I liaised with my friend and we were talking pandemic and she just mentioned that like casually and I truly almost had like a panic attack and then I was just like well today I woke up and I journaled it out and decided that it changes nothing about my life and then decided to press on and then when I was walking Tony I was like should I tell Carrie this or not and I was like definitely not and then we got organically to this place and it felt right to share. It does feel right. And I'm not, I'm not like spiraling. No, we're going on tour, baby. I know we're doing it. <laughs> we'll usher in this new era. I'm still on like what happened to that family in the woods. What family? The family that all died with their dog. Remember we were like, Oh, the hikers. Yeah. In the desert. <laughs> no, in the mountains, the family that remember they just all died. Like, yeah, in- but I think they were hiking in like, Oh, uh-huh. anyway, but you and I have to remember we I, I'm still like the heat vortex or whatever. Yeah, I think no one really knows still. And also like what happened in the Vegas shooting? We were talking about that. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, there's been no real follow up with that whole scenario. Well, this writer that she, they just tweeted like, you know, in the midst of everything that happened this week, like we still don't even know how the person that brought about like the worst shooting in american history was able to purchase like a basically like a mini gun which is like what they were using on like the beaches of normandy to like fire at will on a you know and like well there's probably just like a lot of just arms trading no i know but it's just illegally it's it's crazy that that happened and was just sort of like no everyone really forgets quickly and then things happen and then everyone moves on but i am in a place of never letting go and i'm like i still want answers and i don't understand why certain things are just like not huge and why is the senate just like okay they're going on a 10-day vacation (laughs) they're like guys we've had enough we're so tired (laughs) I want to go to Italy. <laughs> so just like put a pin in it and we'll circle back when we're back and we're well rested because we really deserve a break. Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin are like, we're going to Florence. We're going to go to the Amalfi Coast. Ted Cruz is going to. He's going to Ibiza. I'm just like, I don't know. Fuck them all. Fuck everyone and everything. Do you burn it down <laughs> while you're still alive? Because if you believe in this system vibe i mean one way or the other something's gonna get you <laughs> tony's not pressed He's uh, snoozing. well switching gears i just want to talk about the tea that my sister sent me a oh my flaming God, yes. hot insta story so i guess or, or one who? of those like i don't know one of those like bravo memes that i try to stay far far away from mm-hmm. those pages but uh someone in like a dumas kind of dumois kind of move oh by the way did i tell you they like found out who is who dumois is who is it some girl named melissa her classic her grandmother was like a famous socialite in new york and it's just like some pr girls yeah that makes sense yeah two white girls named like melissa and it always had a white girl vibe oh yeah for sure people think differently no i just i just think it's just it's With like, a girly shook. It's like publicity. <laughs> it is publicity. <laughs> I mean, only women could care that much about the minutia of just like... Well, now they have their own TV show coming out. That's great for them. They really did that. With the main character named Cricket. So, God bless. They're like a fictional TV yeah. show. That's how it's done, baby. Hollywood, baby. Um. Anyway, it said that Kathy... H- the real reason why Kathy Hilton... Al- this is alleges the real reason why she's sort of staying out of the fray of the season and is like the the big thing that happened in aspen that they've been alluding to is that 
and this is all alleged. This is just someone claiming to have known or been there. Kathy called someone who worked at the hotel in Aspen that they were at the N-word and then went and added by calling someone else faggot and then went on a rampage and was extradited from the scene by Lisa Rinna. And then they all went back to Kyle's house that they were, I guess, that she owns or rents out there. And she went in on Kyle, told Kyle that she hated her, called her like all the worst names you can call someone. And then something happened. They had to be removed. Kathy went into like hiding for two weeks after and then emerged with like cease and desist off the wazoo to everyone. Bravo included. To like the girlies, to brought like no one's allowed to talk about what happened. She's bringing in like receipts, making sure people aren't talking. And then, but like she went on a completely like racist and homophobic tirade at some hotel in Aspen. And I don't, this is all alleged. This is all from some fucking Instagram. That seems run of the mill Aspen behavior. Oh, yeah. TBQH, but damn bitch i mean aspen is if you aspen like, is sinister when you're there you oh, feel it is absolutely sinister you feel like white white murder vibes when you're there i've never been there but i can only imagine and i think it yeah also i'm just like you must really be pretty fucking racist if you're down to use those if you're down to use the n-word and then go through all that trouble to cover up your tracks oh, and yeah. put it in that much stress and work into making sure that no one ever sees you use the n-word that means you're like extremely racist yeah and then to not only use that word but then to just add the little cherry of calling some gay a faggot that's camp i mean but it's also like on the heels of the n-word it becomes something worse well it's like what else like th- what else are you gonna say yeah but like if it was just that alone i was like this is camp and needs to be like memorialized for the girls and the gays for their lives if she's like calling someone the f-slur is camp if she just yeah if she just got mad at like a waiter and she called him the f-slur but then coming off of saying the worst thing you can say to someone yeah and it's com- like like the worst racial slur into that brings the f-slur down to like a more violent and hateful level yeah and i think it seems like i've noticed kathy's instagram presence has become like very benign mm-hmm. and like she's not really posting like she used to post like anytime someone would say like compliment her memes about her memes about her and kyle but it's very like the other day she posted some random photo of like a cop and then has just been posting like inspirational meme philosoph- philosophical and that's when i said yeah. you know someone's recently said a racial slur on camera on the reality show that they're <laughs> filming is when it switches to philosophical memes that person has made a huge misstep yeah, and I, I think you're right. Like, if you're saying both those words in a two-for-one, like, that is something that you probably... Two-for-one on the same night? You say that a lot. You say that that's, like, that's yeah. Like, that's a cat. That is, like, that instinct is, like, there, I think, seems... And I'm, who are we surprised? It's Kathy Hilton. The Hiltons are... I don't think they're, like... I'm surprised that she would pe- let that fly... Like, I'm not I'm not surprised to, like, find out that a wealthy white family says the N word, because I think that that's a very common thing, unfortunately. But I'm surprised that she would let that fly over a time when she knows she's being filmed and is with people. Well, that yeah, that makes it seem like that's she doesn't care. It's like just a natural thing for her, which is really sick. Yeah. It's just dark. But then also you go back and like, I mean, that this is not the first time nor probably the last that that family has like uttered those words on camera. Paris has said ridiculously racist shit and has also like made so many comments about gays all having AIDS. Like she's like notorious like about her her potty mouth in the back in the in the uh, days of yore. Of Paris Hilton's fame. Yeah. So like, when it was like a Paris exposed head, they know you can always know the tea. Yeah. And she was like a Trump supporter. But anyway, I just thought that was, I'll send you the, the. Yeah. Link me to the tea. But I mean, that's pretty brutal. Damn. I hate that. Well, 
I mean, we all, I, I remember seeing people like when Kathy was first starting to get like her cult following and was exploding as this new star. I remember people saying like, enjoy it now because you know something's going to come out. No, I literally said oh, that. Oh, you said that. <laughs> I said that like on this you podcast. Have, have. Yeah. Sorry. I also was just thinking like, damn, I like, I did an interview with Molly Lambert about Kathy Hilton when she profiled her for Bustle being like, Kathy just makes things more fun. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time when Kathy's around or something like that. But guess what? I guess it was wrong. Well, I think maybe sometimes you have fun and then sometimes that friend goes on a racist and homophobic tirade where you have to remove her from the hotel and like then she tries to like legally sue you and everyone on your show. Oh, and the other detail that freaked me out was apparently all the women were locked themselves in their rooms. Because they were so afraid of Kathy. Yeah, I mean... I can see it. I feel like their mom sounded like she was a real piece of work. So I think, like, big Kathy. And I feel like she... I can see her just That's having the thing too, rage. Like, if you've never had to really work... Or grow up. Or grow up. And then you get this thing. You get a show. You get to, like, do your ham thing. And people really love it. Then you just think like, okay, I get to do what you don't think critically about like, this is a job that you show up for and you, this is like an acting job essentially. And, but for her, it's just like, oh, everyone loves me and they follow me around. And then if things aren't going my way, like I get mad and say whatever I want, but then I call the shots. But then, and it's like, she no. doesn't re it's, she's not treating that. That's why I'm like, surprised that she would say that yeah but then it's not surprising no. because i don't think she views this i don't think she knows what a job is no and i don't think she has a and i don't even say that as a dig i say that as like legitimately no. she has no idea what it means to be employed and like do a job she met rick hilton when she was 17 yeah she's literally never had to work and she's never had to like gain humility and like awareness of the hardships of like the world and like, or like, she's never had like, she's never, I feel like she's never mentally moved past like the seventies or the sixties when like, and sometimes like ignorance ruled, like that can be, sometimes that can be very charming and the right people, but oftentimes it belies like a much darker and more sinister truth, which is like, racism yeah, this person's like extremely racist and like doesn't get it. It's, and should not have been, should not have ever agreed to be on a TV show. Yeah. But it's, it's very high society vibes. And we all know how I feel about my girls on high society. Yules. Yules, you're yeah, looking right at you. But I I have to say, like, it's it, to me, if this is true, which I, to I totally buy it. Then why didn't Bravo do anything? But also, why did Kyle encourage Kathy to come on? Because Kyle is like... Well... Oh, Maybe it was like a long game. Revenge. A long game of revenge of like. Damn. Maybe I think. Damn. Kyle's a calculating little Richard girl. It's just to me, it's like, and that's the last thing I'll say about it is like, I mean, obviously more to come, but <laughs> yeah, I. This is not. This is by far and away not the last thing you'll today's be saying. Session, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like Kyle, there is so much animosity in that sisterhood of what that family it's, fraught. it's a fraught family and they hurt kyle and kim and now kyle like they are just at war all the time and i think kyle it seems like she's constantly fending off either one or two of them together i think kim and Ka kathy have some sort of allegiance with each other mm -hmm. and i think kim doesn't threaten kathy so kathy feels like she sort of has Kim in her pocket at all times. But yeah. I think Kyle is her most formidable, a most formidable enemy. Enemy. Oh, yeah. Kyle will do whatever it takes to get the last laugh. <laughs> That's Kyle's laugh. But I also, do, does I mean, she I does, Kyle does a split after this news <laughs> breaks. I don't think that, like, what I like about their relationship is that it's so complicated. And I don't think it's a, it, it clearly isn't as simple as like Kyle's like, well, then they'll ever, everyone will see how Kathy is. No, Cause I no, think I, she does think genuinely that Kathy's like hysterical because she is really funny and like good TV and whatever. But I think that there's probably 
when the tables turn and the claws come out and that that's got to be validating for someone like Kyle that's like been at war with this person like if I'm if I if someone if I was in like a complicated relationship with someone and then they came on my show and then they fucking aired their pussies out in that way I'd be like well that's what you get but what if that person is your sibling I'd be like well that's what you get but Kyle I still see Kathy commenting on all Kyle's photos well she's probably trying to play it nice now she needs Kyle she does need Kyle ugh get it get them back i Damn. pray and but like also like i mean this has to be on well i don't know we'll see i want to see everyone's reactions i want to know this is a true stay tuned but let's get into the reason for the season the reason for the season the finale of season two of midwives midwives my father speaking of this i really ju- i just want to really quickly read Lindsay lohan's instagram caption oh yeah which is a photo i think of her tour of syria when she went and visited syrian refugees a few years ago on behalf of turkey Turkey. she literally no i'm being serious no i know and i remember this photo it was like she randomly just like one day was on like a goodwill tour and then you realize she was shilling <laughs> doing basically spawn con for the turkish government she's doing a little pr for aragon or erdogan not aragon that's lord of the rings her caption, I think, was in reference to the Rob Elementary shooting this week and just what the world needs now kind of thing. And it was a very, it kind of, all her posts have been very lucid lately and like s- sound. Is her podcast out now? I think one episode. <laughs> I just like can't really be bothered to listen to it. No, I'm way. not going to listen to it. But I also feel like this post made me think something's up. Like, because I, I feel like she's either she's had people helping her or she just has like a team doing it for her completely. Just her posts have been very like normal and like like a, the whoever she has three episodes out. But but she, you know, in that Vogue video she did where she was breaking down all her out, like she sounded so fucking lucid. And like, I was like, yes, you know, mm-hmm. and then this post, I was like, the old, the old girl still got it. Wait, I'm crying who are these people oh she talked to salt and peppa on her podcast <laughs> they're like sure we'll do it that's so so random who's bobby burke oh that queer eye guy oh the one who actually does work i don't know i don't watch queer eye well i don't either but i watch carson james i don't know she goes I am joined by up-and-coming artist and family friend. Like, she's already circling into family friend territory. She's a... She's a... They're like my cousin. Posted six hours ago. Smile! I know, America, it is tough to see all this violence and live with fear. But the only way to change things is to speak up. We must give a message of hope and safety and happiness to people. We are America, after all. Okay. This is Federation coming right from the Federation's mouth. No more injustice. No more fatalities. Only truth. Only trust. Only love. And most importantly, only family. America for a safer future. (laughs) We are America after all. It's like. Who are you? What America are you talking about, baby? (laughs) We are America after all. She's really on one. No more injustice. No more. Um, and then these are the tags. I'm like totally CNN. bitch, but like. <laughs> she tags CNN. Oh, maybe she'll be like a CNN correspondent. That'd be chic. Anyway, that just made me a little. The just red flag gave you a up. little chill. Um, but I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique Podcast. podcast. Midwives! My father! Omerta. So this finale is called Omerta, which is the Italian mob phrase for go to silence. Mm-hmm. Big Ange has, I already knew she had an Omerta tattoo. 
um, she had said in her book, but I was glad to see the actual footage of that tattoo taking place. And it felt like slightly a little troll of like Junior. Yeah. And the situation with Renee. And just like her, like, just a reminder to all those who are watching her that she's like kept all their secrets. So they better keep the direct deposits slapping. You're right. It's a reminder to Daddy Dog, Sally Wag, but yeah, to keep, a, to keep... To, like everyone on the roster that like the rent's fucking due. Momota. <laughs> Renee looks positively snatched. Yeah, Renee is looking full of life and she's healing. Her bangs. She is she's rocking a like a blunt bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looks She's empowered by bangs. I came away from this finale episode and it Renee's bangs didn't speak to me personally, but no. her long the shine of her hair was She looks insane. But she's been on pros. Maybe she has. And the person who really made me think long and hard, like, do I real do I want bangs was Ange. I know. Her bangs looked so good. And she looked so hot and sexy at that final dinner. And I was like Maybe the thing that's missing in my life are just like floppy, like Brigitte Bardot bangs. But then I always know that when I'm thinking that, I it's, think you're a, better off it's a form of mania and psychosis mm-hmm. that I must resist at all costs. As your, as one of your best friends, I cannot support you getting bangs. No, I can't even support myself. But she, Renee rocks them. She, honestly, the trauma and place of Kitchen Island has done wonders for Renee because she looks amazing her skin is good her hair is shiny her makeup is her diet tips book is like marry a man who doesn't love you commit to him for years let him go to jail stay with him pine for him pine for him the entire time that he's in jail raise his son when he finally gets out of jail let him move back in with you She's like, just trust me. This is like the this is like a twelve year game plan that will result in you looking the best you've ever looked. And then when he gets out of jail, he moves back in with you. He moves a new couch, a huge new couch, into your apart into your house. Then he wears a watch. He rats out everyone in your family and all your loved ones. They all go to jail unexpectedly. You enter full blown couch psychosis. You nestle up in a bunch of blankets and don't eat for three weeks and cry, 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 cry. If you're not crying, you're sleeping. If you're not sleeping, you're weeping. And if you're not weeping, you're lighting Yankee candles. You're lighting Yankee candles. The only other place you're allowed to travel to is your kitchen island where you can stand and chain smoke cigarettes. Or and the then diner. when you're done doing that, you have to go back to the couch. And then once you've done that for three weeks, Three weeks, three months. And you flushed about 35 pounds and like 10 pounds of water weight out of your system. You go get your hair done. (laughs) You get bangs. You get your makeup done. Your cheekbones snatched to the fucking gods. You're going to look better than you've ever fucking looked in your life. And that's her. That's her big. The Renee Graziano. That's how she gets ready for the red carpet. That's how she gets red carpet ready. It starts 13 years in advance. She... So Renee you're also, gonna have to do a little math yeah. and figure out like what to do for your big event coming up. Renee also when she's she's just like walking down the street, I'm like, it's June. Already yeah. the weather it's gone from Christmas time a mere two episodes before to now flag day. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> she goes to meet She goes to meet Drita. Drita. And they're gonna talk about arranging a sit down with Drita and Karen. Karen goes, we set up a great location for you and Karen. Renee says that. And I'm like, where? In an empty field in New Jersey? They love like a sit down. Renee, did she say her dad is taking a 37 month plea deal? Yeah. Damn. That's a long time. Did you watch The Staircase? I got halfway through and then I got so tie tie I had to go to sleep. But my owlinas, we gather and we root down in those trees. Did they show the owl? They showed it. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I my knew heart, it. My heart was pounding leading up to it. 
like when, when I you'll see it I can't we'll yeah, talk about it after I, like they were laying the groundwork and I knew but I also knew I needed to be like fully cognizant and not like half sleepy in bed so I'm gonna circle back today Drita is like very shook by the prospect of sitting down with Karen because Karen put her hands on her and she goes I need a cigarette she doesn't want to talk about the past which I get but also in order to like heal yeah. you kind of that's part of like figuring shit out with people what she's really saying is i don't want to talk about lee yeah and i don't want to talk about how i beat your ass twice and i don't want to talk about how i started dating lee like two months after you guys broke up i'm team fucking drita oh i am too i'm 100 percent team drita i just like i think drita is just like understandably at this point father of her child like he has so much time has gone by karen you gotta get over it. you gotta get over it karen these are she had kids with this man Mm-hmm. it's you've you've lost she's been with him forever also you have a kid of your own and like this guy david who just dicked your ass down so like you gotta chill and also you're welcome for like the stories that you could put in your book yeah you little bitch <laughs> <laughs> i love when Angela's in with aj it's her happy place mm-hmm. they go to get tattoos she goes family is everything big hand she goes we're getting tattoos today she goes what? That was just shockingly not Ange. She goes, AJ's getting the mother of Mary, and I'm getting Omerta. I want to get Omerta. Code of silence. Mother of Mary. I want my son to know we don't rap. We don't rap. It's an example. Yeah, his Mary tattoo, when <laughs> when he goes, ah, it turned out really good. She goes, it looks gorgeous. And he turned, and it's face. The face of the Mary was like, I know. <laughs> I was like, honey. Also, Big Ange reveals that her nephew, who I think is maybe that like Chippendales looking nephew that we met during, is has a has Ange's face tattooed on him. And that was cool. It was cool and a little weird, but I thought it was mostly cool. That's awesome. I mean, like, I would expect nothing less than that. I think it's nice. Someone was like telling her that she, she wants Omerta on the back of her neck. And someone in the tattoo parlor goes like, oh, that spot can really hurt. And she goes, oh, really? Why would you say that to me? And she goes, all right, let's get tortured. <laughs> and then goes and sits down. I just love her so much. Everything oh. she says is funny. Oh, oh, really? And she's so flirty with everyone. Like, she is. She's flirty and silly, but also like is like everyone's in on it with like a it's like a wink and a nod to all of her loved ones. And it's she's taught me so much about like how who and how to be. I'm glad for that. She's such a queen. She really is. She goes, The rules of the lifestyle are family, no ratting, and take everything to the grave. Cause see how that's worked out for everyone now. <laughs> I was like, love family, no ratting, and take everything to the grave. It's it sounds true. like a recipe for for cancer. Yeah. <laughs> oh Merda. Family, no ratting. And take everything to the grave. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system 
from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now Karen's in a in kitchen mode and she's in a full face of glam, pink glam to the gods. She's in a place of kitchen island mm-hmm. more than she's ever been in her life. She's fucking all worked up talking about meeting with Drita and she's mm-hmm. talking to Ramona about it. And Ramona's being, of course, no help. Old Lucifer. She goes, I mean, we're dealing with a woman who's either schizophrenic or possibly bipolar. I'm like what i was like that's not that's where you, categorically untrue yeah where are you getting your intel i love just like someone you don't agree with someone that your friends fighting with with whom you don't like and you're like she's probably schizophrenic or by or possibly possibly bipolar i'm like those could not be more different from each other and less true and of- yeah like it's that's like that's a just the most shocking misread of this whole situation and i was like you're a bad person for this because you're just now spreading lies lies like D- Dr. Rita has anger management issues so you could say you're dealing with a hothead oh yeah or, or, or like, like a little depression i think from everything from Drita. i mean i think they're all depressed but dr rizzo does not need to be making armchair diagnoses of her of the ladies of Staten Island. If that's her read on Drita. Like, I want to know what she thinks. Does she just think everyone is schizophrenic? What about Karen? She's like never been better. She's like <laughs> the picture of perfect mental health. I love you dealing with a person who's schizophrenic, a possibly bipolar. And Karen goes, yeah, yeah. Karen goes, if things come to blows, I'll go to jail. Hand to God. So she's ready to like do time. Yeah, I was like, Karen is too lit she needs to lay off the blow yeah seriously and, like remove the frosted lip and just like honestly use a voluminizing conditioner of some sort because the hair was looking good and then it goes to a place of flatness that i haven't seen before from ms gravano and i was deeply worried i was like if you're looking for a person who's possibly schizophrenic or maybe bipolar 
look to old flathead over here because something ain't right with that. But hair. also, Karen, like, you don't want to go to jail. You're not ready to go to jail because that would be terrible. You have a daughter and, like, your whole family went to jail. Yeah, you're also not going to, like, do anything. You're just, a, you're all talk. She's no, all talk. You're all talk because Drita would beat your ass. Drita would kill you before you even had a chance to lay a hand on her and put yourself in jail. Drita, Drita, Drita would fucking rip your throat out. She would. I love Renee and AJ go go-karting. To spend some mother-son time together. Renee does the best, imp- after she beats AJ, she does the best impression of Big Ange I've ever heard. Yeah, it was incredible. Use a loser. <laughs> Use a loser. Wait, Renee should be a Mario Kart character. She would. Oh! She has like Wario vibes. Mm-hmm. But she also is like, she'll smash into your go-kart and AJ's like, what the fuck? And she goes, ah! And I was like, she is Mario Kart. She's merciless. She is like, Mario and Luigi are two strong Italian-American men. Yeah. Renee is maybe their niece. Like, Renee needs to be made into a Nintendo character. I'd love a buddy comedy where Mario, Luigi, and Renee, like, solve a crime together. Are they rebooting the Mario Brothers movie? Yeah, with Chris Pratt. God damn. There's just no escape, is there? There's just... No. Absolutely... Future state senator Chris Pratt. It's just a relentless, full-court press. Mm -hmm. He's not even Italian. No. I stand by the statement that the, the Mario Brothers movie... Did you ever see that? Yeah, it's great. A classic. So weird. So bizarre. Starring my queen, Samantha. What's her face? Mathis. Yeah, Samantha Bob Mathis. Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Who plays? Oh, I know it's going to be someone really good. Hold on. We have to take a Mario turn. Why are they the Mario brothers? I don't know. Was Mario's name Mario Mario? I think so. Didn't they say that in the movie? Yeah. They're like, so your name is Mario Mario and your name. Okay. Yeah. I got to watch this movie this weekend. Dennis Hopper. Who's... who's John Leguizamo. Oh. Hot King. Dennis Hopper. Samantha Mathis. Fungus. Fiona Shaw. That movie was also scary. scared the shit out of me. It really scared me. Who directed it? Annabelle... Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jenkel. Old Jenkel. I love it. It was a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they never know what the hell they're talking about. At the golf carting place, Renee says that she's going to bring like a spiritualist over to cleanse the house and then she makes some her and AJ go on a little bit of a racist they have a really unfortunate conversation that is deeply insensitive to native americans and indigenous traditions and And that's all we'll say this is a pagan episode because all the women are turning to the spirit world yeah we'd love to see it ramona goes to see a psychic who has some really powerful highlights. She does. Her <laughs> highlights were of the era. They were. They were very like 2010. Mm-hmm. But Ramona gets a message from her grandfather and starts crying about him. Ramona's oh. jugs are fucking out too. She has big, big, big boobies and she just starts <laughs> going crying about her grandfather, Sally Dogs. And I'm just like, okay. This psychic also just seemed like she was. Like, the kind of person that you ask a question, they just say an answer that's a rephrasing of the question yeah. you just asked, yeah. and then you take that as, like, Clarity. the word. She basically she was like, like, your father will. What is it? What's going on with, like, my man? She was like, your man wonders what's going on with you, and he thinks of you often. And she's like, really? <laughs> and she goes... She's like, do you think that my grandfather is out there watching out for me? And she goes, your grandfather is watching out for you and he watches everything you do single tear and then she goes my father and i are in a tough spot right now is he thinking about me at all or thinking about and then she goes your father is not talking to you right now but he's definitely considering you she goes he will make his way back to you and she truly is like a tear tears streaming down her face at that point and i was like jugs get out of here get out of here miss dr rizzo she's like (laughs) the doctor rizzo i love she's like (laughs) Drita, like, for her to think that Drita is, you're dealing with someone who's schizophrenic, possibly bipolar, and then goes to a psychic who, if you wanted to make an argument, like, for magical thinking. Yeah, that, like, 
like wouldn't you if you had that kind of thinking you would then for sure think that psychics are people that talk to spirits are indeed schizophrenic but she's like no this psychic's got it dr rizzo renee and the girl called carla meet up are they eating at like a buffet in a casino in connecticut like we're looks good i was just obsessed with renee she's like so what's the deal with you and joe and then renee goes as long as he's not wearing a wire i think carla should bite tooth and nail for her man i was like that's horrific advice do not take that advice don't listen to renee car and i don't think the girl called carla will listen to her no i think the girl called carla (laughs) has her own journey and is probably right about this whole read on joe renee goes how old is the girl and Carla goes, I don't know. She's in her 20s. And Renee goes, oh, she's got to go. <laughs> and Carla's kind of like, it's all good. She was honestly, I'm not going to make a whole stink. You blink and he's going to be with a new girl in like a month. Well, that's not true. Drita goes back to anger management in the big city. And she gets hooked up to like an e-meter kind of or like some kind of a biofeedback. A biofeedback that will test her like heart rate as she's thinking about confrontation. And she starts talking about her meeting with Karen and the doctor sort of like trolls her and like traps her into like getting heated. And then Karen, uh, Drita goes, you know what this machine is? It's a rat machine. <laughs> Makes me tell the truth. He goes, tell me something. Try and make me mad. And she goes, well, you're a jerk off. And he goes, yeah, you're not the first person that called me a jerk off. So what are you going to do about it? You're going to hit me and her heartbeat is like, deet, deet, deet. and I was like, I could fucking watch drita hooked up to machine getting just like amped poked by this doctor all day yeah this is the best some of the best tv i've ever seen Mm -hmm. the doc also says as drita's hooked up he's like well i think that you actually miss karen's friendship and that's why you're so mad and you just see her veins bulge and her heart rate is going up and then we see a flashback and karen goes we were inseparable. <laughs> author. Noted author. Best New York Ward Times Smith. bestseller, Karen Gravano. They also have like a they have like a voiceover of Big Ange and she is They've gotta stop. They're mothers, they're grown ups, they're ladies. <laughs> and there's like weird Gregorian chant music. Mm-hmm. All leading up to their sit down at Macheraria. And it's in the basement and it it's very uncomfortable looking. And they're sitting at a huge table like far apart from each other. And they've moved like any throwable yeah. object within a six feet radius has been like moved out of the periphery. The Gregorian chanting continues. And they just sort of have like a circular kind of pointless combo where they're just kind of like, it's all good. Karen tries to like relitigate the fight on the rooftop and she's like... You tried to hurt me. You had your foot on me and you had a knee on Renee. And Drita goes, I never had my foot on you. I never had nothing. And then it goes back to Renee laying prone on a bench as Drita straddles her. Renee's dress is above her waist and her spanks are out. Her little legs are in the air. She's like, Drita, get off me, please. Get off me! And you see Drita, she goes, I had Renee pinned down with my knee and another <laughs> foot on the ground. And Karen goes, your foot was on my sternum. And Drita like, was trying to stomp her fucking chest off of her body. I was <laughs> like, Drita... Drita- came to wail on that rooftop she's also i'm like she's not lying because she doesn't remember because yeah, she was possessed she's lying by with rage because you fucking drita drita please <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> she looks like out. a little like toddler she looks like a little bug on the ground that's like <laughs> tra- like the doing the dead bug dance they keep saying knees too they keep bringing it to a place of knees yeah and where then- was the foot and then karen go karen goes and why how'd the word get around you said that you put me in the hospital i ain't even been to the hospital look i'm gonna need you to take a look at these and put, pulls out like two doctor's notes that says like the last time she was in a hospital and i was like girly you need to put those away she freak. goes she goes this proves the last time i was in a hospital in staten island was 1996 for an ear infection and I was like, okay. Okay. Well, haven't... That was a bad ear infection. Yeah. Like, what? I don't understand. So she just is... Her pride and her ego yeah. was hurt. I don't think it's actually about the her putting, and quote unquote, her putting her hands on me. It was the rumor mill. That- yeah, but that's just Staten Island for you. Yeah, they baby. gab and they talk. Drita goes, 
I heard that my head was blown off. Like she was like, I heard that my finger was cut off. I heard that my head got smashed in all over my skull. Like the people just talk. Yeah. Shut up, Karen. Shut up. You're so lame. Anyway, With your they little like... hospital papers. I thought she was gonna. I thought she was saying like you need to sue this like nurse or someone. No, she wants. She's just showing that she's tough. Okay. But I was like, so tough. You went to the hospital well, for an ear infection. Yeah. What about urgent care? <laughs> Obsessed with this. Team Drita for life. Like non-apology. And they're just sort of like, we're good. It's all good. She goes, the thing is, I can be in the same room as you. And she was like, yes, I can too. And they bury the hatchet and call a truce. And then they put a string of spaghetti up to each other's mouths. And they go. And then they, we go over thank to... Thank God, though, because this drama was getting stale. Oh. It was holding the season back. It they was. should have done this halfway through. They should have. The shaman woman comes over, and she's this white lady with, like, a Peruvian-looking beret on her head. And she's... Fiery red hair and a puka shell necklace. And has, like, baby Jane makeup on. And she's kind of like the... Mama Donna, the urban shaman. There's <laughs> so many dead. things wrong with her. I love it. And and she kind of reminds me of the woman that sings cabaret in New York when they go up to upstate New York and she goes, Money can't buy you class. Money can't buy you class. <laughs> she kind of reminded me of her, but she sort of comes in and this is part of my like weird ASMR with like any kind of like spirit. Like I watching them do stuff like makes me go. It makes you sleepy? No, it just soothes me and, like, puts me into a place of, like, comfort. No, I love it. I love to watch it, and I like all the rituals. Renee reveals that she fears a face (laughs) in the kitchen island, which is in, the like, the Carrera marble, and it's... It's literally just, like, the way the marble is, like, waving, but she's like, I see a face in there! She goes, this is what really bothers me. She goes, look, it's a face, and it's a face with the dead eyes. And the person that used to live here had dead eyes, too. So that face is staring at me. And I was like, you're schizophrenic and possibly <laughs> bipolar. And Mama, J- Mama Donna goes, yes, I see it. And I'm like, of His course you do, Donna. That, then- but that island needed to be healed. I wrote when she said that early in the, ep- in the episode to AJ about a spiritualist coming. I was like, they better cast a spell on that kitchen island. And lo and behold, it was the what- island is the center point it's of the source. Yeah. It's like in Poltergeist when Zelda Rubenstein goes, this heart has many homes. This is the main heart of the house. The island. The, the kitchen marble island. And then the Rink. shaman goes... Well, you'll see, sometimes this face will turn into a clown. She's, I wouldn't be surprised if someday this face just turns into a clown. And Renee goes, oh, no. No. And then she goes, the man I'm referring to as an evil clown on his arm, a tattoo of it. And I'm like, ooh, that is creepy. And the shaman goes, mm-hmm. That's creepy. Yeah, that, that was wild. Pagan has that. I don't like that cloin. at all. Cloin. It just reminded me of... <laughs> Have you seen Cloin? No. The clown horror movie where the guy turns into a clown. It's so scary. Really? And they refer to them. They're Nordic and they're called cloins. Ooh. One time I, when I was in Chicago, I worked in background casting on The Dark Knight. And we had to do a huge casting call because like you basically collect a database of people who are available to do background work. So you will put out these huge casting calls and you lines around the block and they come in, you take a picture of them and like put it in the files. And so I was like managing this casting call and like checking people in. And there were two men that showed up that were like just like clown people Mm -hmm. like they were like. Carrie, they were the kind of people that like shave their teeth down into little spikes. Oh no. So their top and bottom rows of teeth were just shark teeth and they had full faces of clown makeup and they were like six feet tall and they wouldn't even really speak. They just like came and you had to like take their photo and enter them. And I'm like, okay, can you like fill out these forms? And like I could barely even look at them. I was like screaming and they're like, and I was like, you literally walk around 24-7 in shark tooth clown mode. I have to say that the Joker era, like the that Heath Ledger and like the Dark Knight brought about was like... This was even pre. No, I'm just saying like that was sort of like the turning point in like our... I feel like that was a turning point in culture of like bad shit happening. Like clown, Joker, Joker? crazy anarchy. Yeah, Q-Anon. Joker vibes was like definitely ushered in 
the people dark... like identified heavily with Joker. Well, clearly, like some guy. Yeah, but yeah. like it was, That's it terrifying. was a vibe. It was a moment, and those. I wonder, like, when you do that, Where you know, there's no coming back from shark teeth. No, your only option is to then eventually, once you settle down and decide that you don't want shark teeth anymore, you're looking at like. 30 to 40 K's worth of veneers to like figure that shit out. Or or I guess like dentures. Or you find another shark tooth person and you have shark tooth babies. Could you imagine if you're, if someone dated, if someone you knew dated someone and they showed up and you were like, this is my boyfriend, Ted. And Ted smiled and then had just rows of sharp pointy dagger teeth. What would you even do? How could you even like make out with that person? They're like carnivores. Carrie, it was the piranha. Cra- it was they were, they were piranha mouth clown men, just on a Sunday. No, in, in, the, was in the greater Chicago area. Are, are they still out there? Any Chicago listeners? Like, have you seen these men? These shark tooth cloins. They were like insane clown posse vibes, but even more insane. No, that's not. We're even... talking schizophrenic and possibly bipolar. We're not talking about juggalos here. We're talking about it. No, I'm talking about they are body modification. Pennywise. Pennywise clown men. No. But they also would wear like jerseys. They were sporty from the neck down. Jock Pennywise. And Pennywise from the neck up. But then their hair was just regular. It was weird. Or like what if like they're trying to like turn over a new leaf but they just have shark teeth? I that's a permanent like that's a permanent body mod. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She also brings out blue balls and she. And I she, didn't like this part because yeah, I wouldn't want chalk all over in the grout. She draws chalk lines to like prevent bad spirits from entering certain thresholds. And then AJ and Sydney, his girlfriend, come in and they're just both like. AJ's like, she's starting. But I guess like Renee with Mama Donna is way better than Renee just posted up at the kitchen island scream wailing and being feet. like, AJ, come in yeah, <laughs> And like crying. So you got to take what you can get. Big Ange has arranged a giant dinner for all the ladies. Mm-hmm. And she and Drita go to a pre-dinner to talk about dinner. Drita's sit down. Yeah, that's <laughs> the pre-dinner dinner. And she basically is like, we're all going to behave nicely. Everyone's going to get dressed up and bring the kids. So how'd it go? And so Drita goes, go. it went really well. And Angie goes, I and smiled, and I was just like, oh, I felt the glow of her friendship in that moment. I knew it. And then we cut to the dinner. Delmonico's. I need to go there. Same. But Renee, again, is looking fab. But when she's descending the stairs, I was screaming because she's just, she's focusing so much. And she's taking one step, two step, three step, four. I've got a da Duh, Those duh, are duh. scary stairs to go down in heels. When you're on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, when you're high as a fucking She's, kite. She is. The dopamine is rushing. She's gacked out of her gourd in yeah. the scene. All the girls and their kids are going. I love this, though. It was like it a, was really sweet. I mean, later Big Ann says the women stay strong while the men go to jail. That's true. And I was like, damn, yes. Renee's lit up. And she goes, you know what, girls? I'm not in mourning anymore. She goes, I'm not in mourning. But I hope to wake up with someone in the morning. <laughs> and all the little children are like. They're like, what? AJ's like, I'm going to kill myself. Drita and her girls walk in. Well, first Karen and Karina walk in and Big Ange and AJ greet everyone. And AJ's being sweet. He's like being like the gracious host. And Big Ange goes, Karen, you look so beautiful. And Big Ange goes, Use both, or AJ goes, use both too. Sweetie. And then Drita and her girls walk in. Ramona goes, I know Drita's kids and I really like them. As though they're like her contemporaries. 
And like, I hope that you do. What if we find out Ramona like is auditing classes at like the middle school? <laughs> she has like a like she's private eyes on them. She's undercover. I love Drita is taking a firm stance against Lucifer. She oh, is, yeah. wants nothing to do with Ramona. And I was like, I see that and I stand with you, Drita. There's also a moment where Big Ange <laughs> makes a speech. And I don't know if it's her nose ring or what. but It's she... her nose ring. Oh, it looks okay. like a booger, though. No, I thought it was a Coke rock. Oh, it looks like either. Because it's kind of shiny and white. I saw it in her one-on-one and I was like, what is that? But then it, it's a nose ring. Yeah, but I, I could believe both. Fucking gorgeous. She looks so She's amazing. She's never looked better. She was, everyone pick up your glass, even the kids, because we're one big happy family. Karen tells, like, a cute story that's actually sweet about when she and Drita lived together and her mom called Drita to be like, your father, Drita. And Karen answered for Drita because Drita had just gotten a tattoo and she was afraid to talk to her parents. And so she's like, you answer. So Karen answered and Drita's mom went, is Drita there? I, I need to tell her that her father had a nightmare about Drita getting a tattoo. And then Karen went, ah! And hung up the phone. Oh my god! That's some Albanian witchcraft. Yeah, he knew. There, uh, everyone's laughing except Lucifer. Except oh, Lucifer in the corner. Then they start boogieing, and Renee is manic and like dancing with all the kids, and it's sweet. But I'm like, she is. Yeah, she's having a moment of mania. But she's. Just... I love Ramona, like not being able to identify Renee's clear and present mental health struggles, and instead is like, Drita is definitely schizophrenic and possibly bipolar. Well, and then at the end, you think. Meanwhile, every... Renee is like spiral. Every time you've seen Renee, she's like going the fuck through it, and she's you're on like, another level. Drita's the one. But then there's a moment at the end where they all pose for a photo, and you think everything's good, and then. Judy goes, I'll tell you this. I'll never trust Lucifer and never let her in. And Lucifer goes, I'll tell you this. Drita hasn't even seen what I got coming for her yet. Dun, or something dun, dun. like that. I love Ange goes, this is how life should be. All about happiness. Aww. It's true. Drita goes, Karen has a good heart. But Lucifer, she's a devious bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not devious maids devious bitch devious bitches drita is like that video drinking out of cups she is she literally is that not my chair not my problem not my chair not my problem that was so weird that was the dawn of comedy it was that still is one of the funniest things he was like on acid i think so (laughs) that's like my inner monologue has been that ever since get out of here you well, anyway, guys. Walk up the plank, walk down, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Joy Behar is hosting the reunion? Yeah. That's wild. I think she hosted the last one, too. Or no, Wendy Williams No, Wendy did. Williams did. A queen. Prayers for Wendy. Prayers for Wendy. Um, Guys. Guys, next time. Well, actually, no. Come see the old mini apple. June 4th. Get your tickets now. Yeah. Come on out. And Come then, to the Cedar Cultural Center. And then we'll see Philly on June 7th at the City Winery. And it's going to be major. We haven't figured out what we're talking about at City Wines, but we'll keep you posted. Stay true. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.